Happy New Year, everyone! What do you say? Welcome to the Chatter 2024. It's good to be here. Chuck and Houdini with you. Today on the show, we're talking New Year's resolutions. We introduce a new segment, Houdini's Hump Day Hits. Are we on the train with shortcuts during laundry? We'll explain. And the MySpace Top 5 Best Non-Alcoholic Drinks. Houdini, welcome to 2024. Happy New Year. It is the year of consolidation, folks. 2024 is the year we finally get rid of the clutter. The apps that you don't use, the subscriptions. Why the hell are we still subscribed to this and to that? The expectations. Spanish isn't going to happen, Tim. We talked about it. Just focus on the small things. Fix the lawnmower. Focus on the task at hand, everyone. People want more out there. It's always more, more. Let's, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's focus on the task at hand. Most importantly, let's get rid of some of our belongings, Houdini. Uh, we've told stories for years, really since the uh, in inception back in 2018 about how we refuse to throw things away. The other day, I was actually going through some things, trying to get rid of stuff, and it's so hard. You know, it's so hard. You got the Goodwill box right there. Actually, I had a Penn State sweatshirt that I got from a buddy, Rolfus's wedding. Um, went up to Happy Valley, and it was freezing. So went to Target, got myself a Penn State sweatshirt. It was about $25, $25. And I put that thing in a Goodwill box. I was like, why the hell do I have a Penn State sweatshirt? Why the hell do I care? But I'll tell you what, I've had nightmares the last two nights. Nightmares about putting that Penn State sweatshirt into a Goodwill box that's going to a better home. Someone's going to love that. But I mean, that's the thing, Houdini. It's why there are so many hoarders out there. And you know what it is, too? The older we get, um, the more clothes that we get for like Christmas from your grandma. She gets you clothes. She doesn't get you a toy anymore. So I'm just loaded up on sweatshirts, sweatpants. My mom, I think, has given me over 25 pajama sets. We just tacked on another one this year. So, and I don't, I don't have the heart just to toss it away. So I just put those in a stack. And then over the next 15 years or so, I'll have enough to basically pajama an entire army. And then I'll drop it off at, at Goodwill. So I think that's, there's a lot of different things going right now. It's not necessarily the money. It's not necessarily the laziness. There's, there's so many things attacking us at once. And that's why you and me both have just closets full of complete shit. Another one that I have is the year of getting started. It pertains directly to the chatter. In 2023, we brought the chatter back. We didn't know where we'd be doing it. We didn't know who we'd be doing it for. Thank you, Chatterbox Sports, for picking us up. But we said, let's just do it. Let's just hop on board. Let's um, you know, get some 20-minute shows out there. Let's see what happens. And look what happened in a year, Houdini. We had on great guests like Salisbury and Lorenzo Neal and great ones ahead this year as well. But um, it's just get started with whatever you're doing out there, folks. You want to get that six-pack you've been talking about for years? Don't focus on the six-pack. Just focus on shedding that first pound. I mean, this has nothing to do with anything, but Harrison Ford didn't get his big break until he was about 40 years old. That's when he got the role of a young Han Solo. Before that, he was a nobody. He was just like us, Houdini, doing a podcast pro bono. And they didn't have podcasts back then. So he was probably sitting on his ass eating Funyuns. Anyways, 2024, consolidate and whatever you want to do, just get started with it. I'm fired up. I'm fired up just hearing it. Yeah, no, I mean, that is truly the biggest, like, I know it's a, everyone says it 
every time they're like, just, you just got to fucking do it. You just got to put one foot in front of the other every day. You got to get up and do it. And it couldn't be far. Like, it's so true. It is so true. You just got to do it. And then we're going to, you know, we do it today, Chuck. We do it tomorrow. We do it next month. Next, you know, McConaughey joins the program. Next, you know, I'm starring in in the, the final Star Wars sequel, right? These things happen. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to keep bringing the chatter, hopefully do a little more consistently right in 2024. And then we're working on I know it's been a while since we've gotten a guest on. They've just heard us being D1 yappers um, for the last few episodes. So we're going to work on getting some nice guests for you, too. So everybody stay tuned. We're having a good 2024. Houdini is starring as Job of the Hut, Job of the Hut, the new Job of the Hut movie. It. That's a that's a big time role, Houdini. But you got to put on about two fifty. So um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about your favorite non alcoholic drinks coming up, and we'll see if any of those can put on some lbs as you get ready to star in your first movie, the uh, Job of the Hut as a Young Boy remake, starring Houdini. How about it? Um, it. It's it's that time of the year where gyms packed throughout the country. Everyone wants their eight pack, and the reason the gyms are packed is because at this point, holidays are just eating until your pants don't fit. I mean, I don't know about you, but I felt like ass worse than worse than slightly boozing, not, not heavy boozing, but you know, three, four five drinks. I felt worse after all those, those white chocolate Oreos and all those Christmas cookies and the, the chips, they say holidays are for, you know, relaxation and, and family time and, and having fun and all this. No, at this point, holidays are exhausting. The only thing holidays are for is putting on about nine pounds and then waking up January one with that resolution. I mean, it goes back to the stone age, even in the stone age, they were eating too many, eating too many berries and too many pieces of grass and whatever the hell they were eating back then too many lentils. And, um, they were trying to move rocks the next day. They're like resolution time, resolution time. We got to move our stuff. Um, that, that's true. what it is at this point. Yeah, it's holidays are for the kids at this age. It's it's to put on a show for the kids and for everyone else. If you get some relaxation, you're very lucky because I, I don't know about you. I didn't get much of it. No, you're right. Like I did from like Thanksgiving all the way until January 2nd, let's say. It's almost just like, a, you know, who can shove as much bullshit into their mouth for the next month. And every time afterwards, I'm, I'm never relaxed. January 2nd, I'm never relaxed. I, I just feel and look like Jabba the Hutt. And I'm just kind of disgusted about myself. You have to go back to work. You have to get back into the swing of things. So, yeah, I, I can't remember the last time I came back relaxed. And then you, you have to. The guilt kicks in because you just feel like such shit that you got to get to the gym. You got to get a sweat in. Once you get that first sweat and you get back into the, the, the feel of things, um, it, but then again, January and February, I think we kind of talked about it. What the hell are those? Those months are trash. So once, you know, uh, what football season ends and with the Bengals season that just ended for us, it gets a little dark here. It gets a little dark. So you gotta, you gotta create some, I don't know. You gotta go on a trip or something, do anything to, you know, look forward to in the months of January and February, cause they're cold and they're tough. When you observe the last three weeks, it's it's a ridiculous time. And I never experienced it because I wasn't in the, uh, the the normal nine to five Monday through Friday PTO, that sort of thing. Like I always did the TV on the holidays, typically, because I was never the highest guy in the totem pole. So I was the one working the holidays and uh, not really getting those days off. But now, man, 
the days, probably nine days between like December 23rd and January 2nd, maybe even push it back to January 4th, push it up to December 21st. It's like a two week period. It's so odd. It's like, what do you do? 90% of your office is off, but you know, you, you didn't take that vacation day. So you go in football starting at like 10 AM, you know, people are cracking drinks at 10 AM. Uh, you just have no idea what the hell's going on. It's getting dark at four 30 in Chicago right now. I think it's an hour later in Cincinnati. Legitimately sun went down today at four 37 PM. It's a strange period we're in right now. And we're, we're getting ready to, uh, bust through it and, um, get into really the, uh, the worst period of all the, 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 the dark age, as we call it January, February. And I'd say March bleeds into it until about the tournament. Then we have, you know, our tournament show. Houdini picks Gonzaga for the sixth straight year and uh, life goes up from there. But as of right now, um, hope you enjoyed the holidays because not a lot happening until then, to say the least. We're going to fight through it. Um, we still got NFL. Bowl season was just, I don't know about you, let's cancel all bowls besides the, now I guess they're going to have a 12-teamer, so it'll be a little bit different, but worst bowl season I've ever seen. I mean, oh. it, what the hell was that? I didn't even, I remember back in the day being obsessed, like, oh my God, we got the Fiesta Bowl, this whatever, the Sugar Bowl, even the Idaho Potato Bowl, the Cheez-It Bowl. Me and you watched the Cheez-It Bowl and had tears in our eyes not, not that long ago. And now it's like, I could care less about any of the games. Everybody opted out. They got to fix whatever's going going on with that. That's got to be fixed. I don't know the, the right answer. You might, Chuck, you're a you know, broadcasting guy. Maybe you have all the answers, but that was uh, – it was sad, honestly. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that in okay. just a second. Cheese it Bowl, man. Tears in my eyes. Just Johnny Song kicked a game winner after six Grayson Mulestein interceptions. Those that know, know. California against TCU, one of the great all-time bowl games. Um, it was a disgusting game. Speaking of disgusting, man, going back to Christmas, um, spending Christmas with children three-year-olds and two-year-olds and five-year-olds watching kids eat is absolutely disgusting. And then the parents go in there after and they eat it. It's, oh, they're like, no, there are kids. It's fine. It's like kissing your dogs. No, it's disgusting folks. It's disgusting. Don't do it. I mean, the, the family brought a, a little cheese tray and a little tray of carrots and everything. And two minutes in those things were inedible. I mean, the kids are just grabbing their oh. grimy hands in there and picking up the ranch with their fingers. Oh, it's disgusting. I hope you had breakfast, everyone. Your thoughts on that as a whole. Do you see that in your family? Are you a little more mature? No, I see it. We're really hitting stride, I guess, for kind of our age group is there's a lot of people with little kids and they're they're nasty sons of bitches, those kids, because they you know, they just slobber on everything. You know, if they're young enough, they just put everything. They just go, oh, I put it in their mouth, put it down. All the other little kids are basically doing the same thing, picking stuff up, putting it down, farting a little bit in the cheese tray, whatever they can do. It's a I, – I was actually saying this the other day. I was like, I don't know how these kids aren't like – don't get sick more often because they are just like basically spitting on each other, taking things out of the binkies. They're putting them in each other's mouths, throwing it on the ground. It is – they're an incubator. I don't know how they, you know, aren't sick 24 <laughs> seven, dude. They're so an props, incubator. props uh, to them, props to them. Cause they, they got some, um, you know, strong, strong white blood cells to fight off whatever the hell's going on in their systems. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've seen it, Chuck. So you're not the only family that is dealing with 
kind of the griminess of the little kids, but we all, we all love it. You know, the Christmas spirit. So you, you, you put on a smile. I'm never sick right now growing up sick all the time. But I mean, that's what happens when you, you know, stick your entire mouth on the, uh, the water fountain spigot, because that's how you think you're supposed to drink it, you know, until Mrs. Mogenberg comes out and says, ah, in 25 years, there's going to be a thing called COVID. You're going to look back at that and be disgusted. But uh, thank you, Mrs. Mogenberg, for teaching me the lesson and teaching me how to use a water fountain. Now y'all know. Um, thoughts on New Year's Eve, Houdini? You a fan of uh, New Year's Eve? No, as a general <laughs> statement, no. Um, the I'm fine with just going to like I'm not doing the let's go down to you know gangsters. It's seventy five dollars all you can drink. Yada yada. Like I'm not doing that shit. We're, we're we've. I think we're like six years too old now at this point. And we tried to hold on to it, but now I do. I like going to somebody's house watching, especially we had the NFL games on, um, not the playoff games this year. I like the way they switched that up. Um, but I don't know about you. I was at a party and I assumed bare minimum. I know we're older, bare minimum. I assumed we'd, we'd make it to midnight, right? Like I was like, obviously people, they, they stay till the ball drops, right? We had people leaving left and right at like 11 o'clock at night. I mean, people younger than me, not with kids. I get it. You got like a two-year-old or something. You got to put them to bed. No kids. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to head back. I'm like, dude, by the end of it, it ended up being me, my girlfriend, and three other dudes that just by <laughs> default had to make out with each other when the ball dropped. All good. <laughs> Um, and I'm just looking around. I'm like, is this what it's come to? Like, I don't, I don't know if we're like, I'm just that big of a loser. Um, but I, you tell me was, was no, this a it's, similar experience? it's because it's a bullshit holiday and no one gives a damn. It's as simple as that. Houdini. It stinks. So I spent my new year's this year in, in the central time zone, actually in North Dakota. My wife shout out was doing her first, uh, summit league basketball game on uh, CBS sports network. So she had a free hotel. So I wanted to spend new year's with her, went out there in North Dakota. Um, we spent our new year's at an Applebee's actually, um, got the two for 25. Yeah, it was, wow. um, it was not great. Yes. The two for 25 Applebee's and we saw the ball drop at 11 PM, you know? And I'm like, Kylan, it's happy new year. And she's like, no, 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 they'll, they'll re-air it at midnight. And once that happens, you know, they'll re-air it at midnight. The, the fun is gone, you know? It's already the new year. You're, you're too late. And you do a couple of those on the West Coast, and um, it's just not the same. I get it. If you're sitting there in Times Square with a big old hat on, you know, dancing, or if you're down in Nashville listening to some country, that's a different story. But, you know, going to the bar and spending $80 and putting on the glitz and the glam and uh, getting upcharged and not having an Uber and sleeping on concrete because you don't have a hotel, that sort of thing, come on. That was done in 2015, folks. You're hanging on I to think, something if you're still doing that. You're hanging on to something. Give it up. Give it up. I don't. I, I don't fully disagree. I think the, the you know the 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 big wigs that are leading the the New Year's Eve holiday, right? The problem really isn't the the holiday itself. It's not the ball dropping. Chuck, don't worry. I saw the Eastern Time Zone ball drop. I saw the Central, and I saw the the West Coast ball drop. I saw all three. That's how much I love New Year's, okay? But the thing is, it's too crowded of a holiday season. Like, why on earth do we have arguably the two biggest holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, within a month, and then, like, five days later, we're right into New Year's Eve? 
I mean, people are holidayed out. Like I said, I'm already looking like job of the hut. Do I need to go drink for eight hours and continue to watch football and then watch the ball drop? I think if they, let's say they move New Year's Eve out to February, right? We screw up. We change the calendar completely. Why not do that? I think people will be more interested. Well, you'd have to dig up some Mayans and a bunch of pilgrims and whatever it may be and tell them that their their holiday placement was, you know, go tell baby Jesus um, that he should have been born in March. See how that goes over. Um, two Catholic guys right here. So, um, yeah. all right, it's time for Houdini's Hump Day Hits, a brand new segment. I bring up a little topic, give a little blurb, educational blurb, and Houdini gives us his little spin. Um, it's just one back and forth. This is what we call ping pong, Houdini. It's ping and it's pong. We're not spinning a monologue like we just did a half hour on uh, the holiday. Uh, Florida State, Georgia. Georgia wins it by 60 points. It was dirty. It was deceitful. It was disgusting. Florida State fans, Georgia fans, college football fans, all of you, just shut the fuck up. I mean, just shut up about this game. The fact that we're still arguing it, it's as simple as this, Seminoles. In 20 years, 40 years rather, let's go 40 years, I'm going to be with my grandkids riding a hoverboard in Mars. They're going to ask me about the 2023 Seminoles. You know what I'm going to tell them? That team sucked, son. They lost by 60 to Georgia. 60. I mean, come on now. Talk about sore losers from the Seminoles. Senator Tuberville and his Auburn Tigers did not roll over. You think about it. They got screwed more than anyone from the uh, the BCS championship game back in the day. They went out there. They beat Virginia Tech in a very sloppy game. But they all showed up and they worked hard. It was almost like Florida State wanted to get killed so they could prove some point. I don't understand it. Um, anyways, that was not how Houdini's hump day hits was supposed to go. It was supposed to be quick. Um, but I have ADHD. Go ahead, Houdini. Give me your quick hitter. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. Um, your take sucks, too. Florida State, they forfeited before the game started. The game means nothing. They lose by 60. They win by 60. No one gives a shit. Everyone opted out. Bowl season is trash outside of the, the playoff, which will now hopefully solve that problem to some extent. They'll make it 12. There's going to be a team crying that came in 13th next year. That's Bowl season. Bowl season sucks, according to Houdini. But there are two that are hopping right now. The Mayo Bowl and the Pop-Tart Bowl. The Pop-Tart Bowl brought us a six-foot-two life-size Pop-Tart dancing on top of a van. One of the great videos you'll see. I'm going to turn it into a GIF somehow and use it moving forward. And the Mayonnaise Bowl, a repulsive football game that has turned, the, the game's turned into a sideshow. It's how cricks these football games are at this point. They're just eating mayonnaise the entire time. They're dumping mayonnaise on Neil Brown. It's disgusting. Your thoughts? Uh, that that was my favorite part of the bowl season was uh, the Mayo Bowl. Just watching them put mayo on different things and the sideline reporter just like eating mayo. He, he dunked his hand in it and then dunked his hand again and then put it in someone's mouth, a fan's mouth. It was disgusting what I was watching, but at least it was entertaining. Um, Pop-Tart Bowl, that was electric too. Some guy dubbed over uh, Creed, Can You Take Me Higher? and made it sound like the Pop-Tart was singing it. So all good things. Those are uh, Houdini 2A pluses for those two. Good things for the Michigan Wolverines and the Washington Huskies. The national championship is set. I love the fact that it's now two different teams that we haven't seen in the playoff era in the championship game. Wolverines haven't been there in forever. Washington, oh my goodness. Michael Penix is 
unreal, unreal. And he'd been getting some disrespect since his days at Indiana. Um, last year, turned a corner. This year has been in Heisman contention all season long. But Penix is special. Who wins it, Washington or Michigan? The Wolverines, man. Washington's going to struggle to stop the run, even though I love Penix, man. Penix, can, he has probably the best deep ball I feel like I've ever seen. I mean, I know I'm a prisoner of the moment, but my God, he was just launching it into the air and just right on a dime on a road, man. It was, uh, those were two good games. Commercial time. How, how long? Like, it almost seems like they're intentionally trying to screw with us. Like, I have a feeling the halftime for the national championship might be two and a half hours. Just as a prank on, like, the society that we live in. Because that was insanity. Uh, the Pistons snapped the streak. This was the Detroit Pistons podcast. 28 in a row. 28 losses in a row. An NBA record for the Detroit Pistons. But they snapped it. We're no longer on the Detroit train now that they're not fun anymore. Unless they lose 29. So we're going to be a uh, Orlando Magic podcast. You cool with that, Houdini? I like the Magic. They're uh, They're scrappy. I like the magic. I'm still sticking. I'm still riding the Pistons too, though. I mean, just side sidebar. Monty Williams, the head coach, is the highest paid coach in the NBA. If you don't know this, why? No one knows. So he's on pace right now to be paid 13 million dollars per win this season. So I want to see that number stay as ridiculous as possible. So I'm still going to be rooting for either Monty. They, they get a few wins or they lose out the rest of the season. I'll be tuned into the Pistons. Um, but Orlando Magic, that's a that's a sleeper team. Eastern Conference Finals, I can see it. Okay, so Houdini said he's a he's a big fan of the Pistons, but wants them to lose every single game. Uh, David Tepper and his Carolina Panthers lost almost every single game. They've just won a few of them this year. He uh, threw drinks at Jacksonville Jaguars fans, was fined $300,000. What I loved about it is after he threw the drink, on the guy. He spun the cup, you know, like the players do sometimes in the end zone when they spin the football. He spun the cup and tried to walk away all slick. Um, he's drinking wine out of a solo cup, which is an interesting development. He is a billionaire. Uh, your overall thoughts on Tepper in his box seat, just disrespecting Jags fans. I mean, I, I would love to, they need to mic him up next game. I, I would love to hear what this Jags fan was saying in his ear. I mean, I, I do think if, you know, if you spent, you know, what he spent, fucking $2 billion on the team, you could throw you could throw your wine at a Jags fan and then just pay the fine. That's fine. He, he, he signed up for it. Um, you know, obviously the Tepper is known as like one of the biggest jackasses on planet Earth. On the train. Are you on the train with, cheating a little bit during your laundry days. What I mean by this is two things. Are you on the train with the quick wash? And are you on the train with separating your whites? Or in this case, the shortcut, not separating your whites from the colors. Thoughts on both of those. So I, I've actually sat and like stared at the quick wash button and go, what, what the hell does that really mean? Okay. Cause is it similar to me? You know, when it's like, Hey, we got to be gone in 10 minutes. I'm like, I'm gonna hop in the shower real quick, do a, a basic scrub down, just not lollygag in there. Right. I can still get a full clean. Sometimes I'll just sit in there. Is that what the washer is doing? If I don't do a quick dry, they're like, we got time. Like, fuck it. Let's just, let's just relax a little bit and hang around. Cause I think when the quick dry happens, it's probably still just as clean. I mean, you're putting a whole thing of Tide in there. What's the what's really changing there? Unless you just got some gross ass musty clothes, I think a quick 
uh, a quick wash can work. So I'll say I'm on the train with the quick wash. You sounded like you had something to say. It's as simple as this. I'm on the train with the quick wash. I'm on the train with not separating my whites. I, I mean, and I'll get your take on this in a second. Just the shortcut as a whole. That was the on the train. You're on the train with the shortcut during your washing phase. Yes, yes. I'm absolutely. Yes, yes. yes. I, I think everyone yes. should be on the train. My wife is not. We'll get her on one of these shows to defend herself, but she separates her whites and shit. I thought people stopped doing that in like the little house on the prairie era. Seriously, I think Charles Ingalls, no, Charles Ingalls nobody, was doing that shit. Charles Ingalls was separating his whites. He's like, hey, Mary, what do you say? You give me some of your whites. And I go out to the uh, I go out to the shed where the, the other washing machine is. And we they didn't have washing machines where the sink is. And we go out there and wring some of your whites as we wring the colors inside. Why the hell do you do that? Yeah. I've been washing no. my clothes for years by myself. Since post-college, after Molly Laird stopped washing my clothes, um, I mean, it's been it's been about seven years of going colors and whites together, and I've had no issues on quick wash. No issues. Every once in a while, the clothes shrink, but I think it's usually just around the holidays. Yeah, no, you're, you're 100% right. I would like to meet a, a guy that straight up, like a single guy that says, oh, yeah, like I separate my lights and my darks. I get my whites in one pile. People do it, do man. One load. People do it. I don't separate shit. I'll put the towels in. Like my mom will have like a like a heart attack when she watches me do laundry. She's like, you're gonna put the towels in with the whites and the dark. I'm like, I'm doing it all. And I don't give a <laughs> damn. Okay. I'm doing all of it at once. But it means, yeah, it's like what am I like Prince Harry? Like, I'm not separating <laughs> my whites and my darks. That is ridiculous. My clothes look fine, okay? Every now and again, like a, a shirt will get a little fucked up, but it's it's worth it. It saves you the time. Yeah, here and there, like once every two years, I'll have a white shirt that'll look like I spilled Kool-Aid all over it. And I'm just like, how the hell did that happen? But it's, you know, it's biannually. It's not a ton and it is worth the time of um, the separation. Because what happens is you want to talk about consolidating. You end up having multiple laundry baskets. You have your towels basket. You have your uh, whites basket. Then everything ends up getting mixed up because you're in a hurry. People throw things in, whatever it may be. I can't even imagine with kids. And next thing you know, you have three laundry baskets downstairs instead of just the one. If you did all your, your if you washed everything oh, at once, it turns out it's all bullshit. You can just throw it in one. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> happens. Uh, are you on the train with bringing a full size pillow on a plane? Thoughts? Um, I am. I'm assuming since you put this on here that you, you clearly did this recently. I don't, I'm trying to think of a reason why I'd be out on it. I guess maybe just the carrying of it would be a little bit annoying. I, I, I don't know why we decided that we needed to get the neck pillow. You know, the ones they sell at the airport. I don't know who decided that that was stuck. needed. And we're all wearing them backwards, by the way. Like everyone puts them with the, um, with the horseshoe facing upwards. So it looks like an N it's supposed to be like a, a U, you know, or, uh, yeah, yeah, it's I supposed see what to be a you. Yep. It's supposed to go underneath your neck and you're supposed to put your chin down and lay down on it that way. But everyone does it the, the wrong way. So those things stink. Yeah, no, they're not comfortable at all. Well, most of the time I'll just take it off and basically turn it into a pillow, which had me thinking. I, I guess I'm on the train. I can't I can't be off the train of the damn of bringing a pillow. I, I, you might get looked at a little weird, but um, I, I would think being comfortable is key. 
Now, it's, what you don't want to do is with the pillow, if you're not on that aisle seat, though, or excuse me, the window seat, I could see this being an issue where you start leaning into the guy next to you. He's got you're you're basically sleeping on his head because those things can slide all over the place. So that could be an issue you run into. Yeah. So I had a long, long, arduous experience going back and forth with whether I was comfortable with this. When I lived in um when I lived in San Francisco that first year, I was doing the Reds. I was doing the uh the CBS job in SF and I was going back and forth and doing the Reds. And it was like 30 games or something. And granted, it was top heavy. So I was there for like the first month of the season. And then I think I had maybe five or six series scattered throughout the year after that. But I mean, that's six flights back and forth. They didn't have a direct flight at the time. I don't know if they do. So it was a connector. So it was an eight hour day. You're exhausted, you know, and you got to turn around the next day and go on the air. So I needed sleep and I can't sleep when I don't have that pillow. So I'd stuff it in the bag. I'd take it out and I'd just have a big pillow. I'd be walking around the airport everywhere I went. I'd just pull out the pillow. I'd just go to sleep. It's odd. You know, people looked at me and like, what's what's wrong with that guy? Does he live at the airport? Is he one of those guys that just bought the flight that has the 26-hour delay? Like, who the hell is doing that? Uh, no, that was not me. But I brought my pillow. It was comfortable. I'm on the train with it. And it sounds like um, you're on the train with it as long as you're with the right crowd, maybe. Well, I'm, I'm all in on this. I, I think you just don't want to... Because of the the way that the neck pillows are structured, it's very rare that like you kind of get nestled into the seat. With the pillow, you can start to slide right into you know Joe Smith next to you. Next thing you know, you're like I had a guy that one time fell asleep in the plane and basically like just fully fell asleep on my shoulder, and I was like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "I don't." I'm like this. This I was like this is like kind of long. They came flight. over and they said, yeah. "Hey, uh, what's your buddy having a drink?" You're like, uh, "Give him a uh, V8. Give him a tomato yeah. juice. Uh, yeah, how about no. a? Uh, does he want a Biscoff or pretzels?" Um, yeah. By the end of it, it was weird. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, basically, I got like a little straw for him. I'm giving him a little ginger ale while he's sleeping a little bit. I'm like, "You must be tired, brother." And he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Appreciate it." He's like, you mind rubbing my back? It got weird. Whatever. But I, I was just saying that could be a scenario where you start sliding into the guy if you have the pillow. That's it. But other than that, I think it's, yeah, it's fair game. I'm, I'm on the train. The MySpace Top 5 returns in 2024. One of the favorite fan segments out there. Um, for those of you that love the MySpace Top 5 and have ideas, you can always drop them on our Instagram page. That's at the Chatter Podcast. Go ahead and follow it right now if you don't already. MySpace Top 5, non-alcoholic drinks. I'm going to go first this time, and I'm going to go with number five, lemonade from a lemonade stand. Those kids just make it different. You know, Minute Maid, um, Welch's, whoever does the country time, they're good. They're all good. I think country time's the best, pink lemonade. But when those kids make it, put their heart and soul into it at lemonade stands, and you get it for a quarter, although it's probably a buck fifty nowadays with inflation, you get it for a quarter. Oh, that lemonade hits different. Number five, non-alcoholic drink, lemonade from a lemonade stand. Do you actually drink it when they hand it to you? I used to. I mean, I haven't seen a lemonade stand in years, to be honest with you. Oh, dude, they got those. We were just talking about kids just just sneezing, farting everywhere, and they're dunking their hands in there. I always, I'm like, sure, I'll take three cups. <laughs> I, I, I dump it out the second I'm in, like, far away enough from these kids. Because I know, I mean, I remember I used to sell 
I used to just take pop different two liters and make a concoction with my buddies when I was like six and we just wheeled around in a wheelbarrow and go door to door and try to just sell like it was like 18 different pops mixed into one for like 88 it was like a dollar we were selling it for so long story short I appreciate that but I would never drink that shit um I'll go number five cherry coke with the grenadine with the grenadine specifically like at the bar when they have the little grenadine option top tier stuff especially when you're a kid you get free refills of that Woo! can't ask for anything better that's a good one man and you add in the the crushed ice you know what i'm talking about the crushed ice with a straw in there and it's nice and cherry oh that's delicious i'll one up you number four the shirley temple you know what it is it's a sprite and they drop in a big thing of grenadine in there a cherry and they put on a little umbrella. You get the umbrella if it's a real Shirley Temple. Those things are to die for. I, I honestly would probably put it in the top three, but I was afraid you're going to take it off the board and have both cherry beverages. And I can't let you be the cherry man, Houdini. You're not the cherry man today. I even you out the Shirley Temple to go along with my lemonade from a lemonade stand. No, I like it. Shirley Temple. Very. It was high on my board. Solid pick. Um, I'm going to go in a different angle. I'm going to go Yoo-Hoo, the, the chocolate drink. Okay. This was just a, it was just something special. It was, I don't even know if it's necessarily good, but it, it makes me feel good when I have a Yoo-Hoo and it did, especially when I was younger. So we'll go with Yoo-Hoo number four. Yoo-Hoo sucks, man. Yoo-Hoo stinks. I don't know about you. I mean, I'd take Trumu over Yoo-Hoo. I'd take anything. Um, number three. <clears throat> This is going to be a little contentious, but I'm going to go with milk. Strong bones. Milk. Milk. Yeah, strong bones. I I love a nice glass of skim milk. There's nothing wrong with it. It goes in your cereal. So, yes, technically you could call it a a, a topper, but it's a drink at the end of the day. Goes in cereal, goes in milkshakes, goes in a protein shake. It goes in, it goes in multiple things. I got to listen because this is bullshit if you're going to try to just claim all milk because chocolate milk is different. That That's my number three is chocolate milk. Well, you went with you. Cho- you went with one specific. That's brand. chocolate drink. No, that's no, chocolate drink. no, it's that's not chocolate milk. It's not the same thing. I don't even think it's made with real milk. If you could pull up the nutrients right no. now, if you could show show me the ingredients where it says made with real milk, then you could claim all of milk at number four. How's that sound? No, but you can't I'm, because it's water no, based fine. and it stinks. No, that's fine. I'm saying I get to use chocolate milk still because you okay. just used regular milk. That's fine. So you, I'll get take- cho- you get chocolate milk right. at number four. And the fact that chocolate milk is, is no, number no, four. And- no, no, I don't, Chuck. I get it's cherry Coke at five. It is you who at four, which is chocolate drink. It then goes to chocolate milk at three. Okay. Cherry okay. Coke, cherry Coke, you who chocolate milk. Okay. Five, four, three. Okay. Uh, Number two. So, so you on your, your draft board right now, you basically just drafted two kickers. You went with chocolate milk and Yoohoo. You have, you have too many players of one position. Yes. So you're screwed here because I'm going to take number two. Barks root beer. Oh, Barks. A&W solid, the mug solid, but there's nothing like a big glass of Barks root beer. And honestly, straight out of the can, if it's cold, you can't beat it. Barks, number two. 
All right, number two. Yeah, no, no root beer is nice. Um, I'll do number two. And this is gonna be it's gonna be contentious based on how I'm presenting this, but it is Skyline Mountain Dew. It is it's a top tier. I it's I know it's probably gonna be a crowd favorite, but it's specifically at Skyline, the Mountain Dew with the the small ice. Very good. It, it complements the meal very well. So Mountain Dew with Skyline. Okay, so Mountain Dew to everyone listening um, that does not know what Skyline is, just Mountain Dew is who Danny's number two. But yes, with Skyline in the situation. Uh, number one, I'm taking the obvious one off the board. It's water. Water is not for cowards. Water is not for washing blood off Blue's uniform. No up-downs today, folks. No up-downs today. Water's number one. Bobby Boucher loved it. Chuck Walter loves it. It's great for you. It's essential. If you don't like the flavor... Grow up. I know someone actually that when I went to Coachella with a friend and one of his friends, she um, she hated water. She hated the taste and just didn't drink water. So when she had a little too much to drink and everyone was saying, have a water, she spit it out and said, ew, I don't like water. Ew. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't like water? If you don't like water, put a little mix in it, some Propel, a little Gatorade packet, whatever it may be, a little Mios with some energy, shake it up. But water, it's versatile. It's essential good for you i mean you could argue waters in every one of these drinks but uh it's a good pick it's a good pick strong pick the only thing better than water is the uh, gatorade with the nipple top i think we all know what we're talking about that's the best drink on planet earth folks okay that's number one number one on my board gatorade with the nipple top specifically there's that's a hell of a drink there have been many days in my life where i three o'clock in the morning and having some insomnia. And I, you know, I, I think I'm awake, but I'm not, I'm actually dreaming, but it feels very real. And I'm extremely hungover. This was a dream that happened in college, not now. And all I want is a Gatorade with a nipple top and I'm drinking that Gatorade in my sleep and I want it so bad. And then I wake up and there's no Gatorade. And that's when the Gatorade comes into play. Honestly, those commercials of the athletes running around Patrick Mahomes sweating purple. It should be some dude that's green, sweating purple in a bed, trying to lift his head off the pillow while also simultaneously drinking Gatorade at the same time. But yeah, water doesn't hit the same way. So top pick, I'll give it to you. But the fact that you have Yoohoo and chocolate milk on the same board, that's tough. I diversified a little more. Uh, I would have gone with the Fierce Melon Gatorade. Uh, I don't know if they make that nipple top. Sprite Remix was a good one that didn't make the list. A Hot Fudge Milkshake was on there until you said Yoohoo, um, too close. Uh, Welch's grape soda was a good one that slept on Dr. Pepper, obviously. And then a non-alcoholic pina colada who didn't used to destroy those on vacation growing up. So the MySpace top five non-alcoholic drinks, I thought overall went pretty well. The Yoohoo, very questionable. Aside from that, I think the board was pretty strong. Yeah, and no, it was a strong board. Yoohoo, uh, I stand by my pick. Um, I think it's a very underrated beverage. Um, Sunkissed, I think, is slept on. And just to really talk about milk just being fantastic, strawberry milk, I think very underrated as far as the milks are concerned. Big fan of the strawberry milk as well. We No, we used to be, I can't believe, just feel like... Uh, Trumo, the yeah. Younger, true, we were Trumo salesmen. We were like ambassadors for the Trumo brand. Our Instagram and, uh, captions for an entire month, you know, back in that age where your captions were just the most ridiculous thing. Like, my first picture ever on Instagram, you'll remember this. You remember what it was, right? Was it the fork and bowl? It was a fork and a bowl, a plastic fork and a bowl. 
Got about six likes. It just said the caption was fork and bowl. That's what Instagram was used for way back when, you know, and yeah, uh, back, a, back a lot of our, good, yeah, a lot of our pictures were us holding Trumu and endorsing Trumu <laughs> chocolate milk. So yes, uh, very good stuff. No doubt about it. That does it for the chatter today, everyone. Appreciate you tuning in. Happy 2024. Belated Merry Christmas to you all. Uh, Statue of Limitations is now up, by the way. After four days, you can no longer say Happy New Year to people. You can wait till 2024 if you didn't get your, I guess, 2025 when that calendar flips, if you did not get your quota in. Anyways, to the Yoohoo, you stink. To everyone else, you rock. Remember, consolidate and say it with me, Houdini. Say it with me. One foot forward. Just get started. Started. I got it. There started. You, go. you were a little late. But anyways, have a great day, everyone.